is a Bramble Jam podcast. Well, uh, hi, I'm Bran. And uh, <laughs> say it. Say it. I say love it. the general idea of what calls the heart. You say it. You say it and own it. Both of you. It's the least you can do. It's panda. Uh, look, one calls the heart is like I, I like I like the as a whole like the, the general, general arc. If yes. you were to say an arc of it, right? Like and and there's the good moments. Of the the they're not so good moments. I like the good moments. Yes, I'm Dan. I'm vindicated, Dan, and I despise when calls the heart. I would rather watch Kelly Pickler. And this is the Deck of Hallmark Podcast. Hello, everybody. Baby. Welcome. I like watching that intro, Dan, because I, I like see... Depending on the show and the lighting, your hair is grayer yeah. in some I'm shows than others. Some salt and pepper here, guys. It's just it just is what it is. Early reviews on your hair, yeah. Uh, big ups. Big no, ups. I think it's hot. Yeah. I think it's oh, hot. Yeah, absolutely. I, salt I, and pepper. There. I'm just always interested in how it looks different, different yeah. shades depending on the the show, the clip. And you can watch this on YouTube. Um, guys, we're talking about one calls the heart, season two, episode three, another eighty-five minute. <laughs> juggernaut of an episode this whole episode uh is an expert in ancient greece <laughs> that's what i would say guys i i just want <laughs> I, I need i need a general like i need yeah, i know no. i know this Burn. is <laughs> you can crash it Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> i know that this season of television is almost six years old but I just want to know how it happened. How did they, how did we get multiple 85 minute Every boys? other week, the odd boys. One, three, five, and seven. They were like, the guy, the good Dr. Hallmark guys liked the odd episodes in the first season. No, the evens are where they land the plane and all. Yeah. No, because it would be, it was the first episode and then. The, that would be the even, bud. Yeah. Stop. The first episode stood on its own. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. No, it didn't. I, I go back and listen. All of them, the Andrew Walker thing ends on an even. The Andrew Walker thing ends on an even. Thus, mm. it, it has to, or otherwise, episode ten wouldn't have ended. I thought it was and an eleven 12, episode season. There's twelve in season one. It's like you guys don't care. This silence is great. From a uh, hey guys, ancient Greece. Let there's me tell twelve you. in season one. Ha! Huh, this whole time I thought there was eleven. Twelve. No, you'd be right if there were 11 because it ends on an odd. Yeah, right. That's, what, that's exactly my point. Yeah, but it doesn't. But it, it ends on an even. But just consider for a second mm -hmm. the world where it ends on 11. Then you would be then right. you would be right. On, yeah. In that world we're considering. That's such hey, buddy, a good world. I'm here to try to defend that's you. Such good world, oh, that's such yeah. a good world, though. That's such a good world. It would be a great alternate Billy universe. Hamilton's two episodes are five and six. Six is the evens are where they end. So similar... Um, so the then. evens in season two are 43 minutes long, and those are our favorites. Is it really every other? Yes. It's going to be 85 minutes? One, three, five, and seven are all an hour 25. Two, four, and six are 43 Wait, is that minutes. true? That is yes. true. I thought there was only one more. Mm -hmm. No, two more, buddy. These are really, they're really long. They're really long. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about season two, episode three. 
Or episode 3000. We don't even know. Time's a meaningless Birth concept. Of a nation. <laughs> How did it air on television? Because like when you look at, when I look at like the directing, like this, like part one is, was directed by somebody else. It's like, it's broken up into two parts in the directing of the episode. Really? Yeah. So how did this air? Do you think they got Ken Burns to direct every <laughs> other episode? Like, I mean, because that's like, Ken geez. Burns does um, Hamilton. Like, that's the only thing like you said. <laughs> Ken <laughs> Burns does Hamilton. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like, uh, here it is right here. Uh, part one was written by Andrea Stevens and part two was written by Derek Thompson. It makes me so upset that we've had Aaron on the show, Paul Green on the show twice, and I, well, no, Aaron would be the only one. Oh, Daniel Lissing. How I could not possibly have asked them what happened in season two. Because there's no way they stand by this. There's no way they stand by it. Not in good conscience. They can't look at season two and be like, yeah, that's good stuff there. That's, that's where we really... We'll find out. We need to save it for the pod, guys. Shh, this is the pod. Yeah, but the, the deep uh, pod. The, the deep, deep pod? pod? <laughs> yeah, we haven't done... We, he hasn't done the synopsis. It's all topsy-turvy, Dan. We haven't done our hot takes. Well, let's get to the synopsis, shall we? It's season two, episode three. It's called Heart's Desire. It originally aired on May 16th, 2015, and... That 85-minute episode went a little something like this. Elizabeth is still in Hamilton. Luckily, Abigail's also coming to Hamilton, so Hope Valley uh, is really going to just be a real bummer. Um, Bill Avery shows up to help Abigail find her daughter-in-law, and he walks in, and she's like, um... So you're married, get out. And he's like, oh, we talked about this. It's not what it looks like. And she doesn't like, she's like, get out of here. I don't want to even hear it from you. Rosemary gets a big acting job. These two guys show up and take her to the acting job. It turns out, though, not an acting job. And uh, they're they're taking her to some guy that I guess she owes money to. She says it's not like that. They say you can explain it to him. Um, Jack, though, knows something uh, sketchy's going down. Chases him down on a horse. Jack saves the day. Uh, Bill tracks down the girl and uh, saves the day. But Abigail's still not having it with him, even though, thank you, sir. Um, Elizabeth heads back to Hope Valley. Hey, it happened, everybody. Um, She picked right back up with Jack. um, But she does volunteer to watch two kids out in the woods. Uh, She's going to do lots of chores and and, uh, milking cows and whatnot. Um, But she doesn't even know how to pump water. Luckily, Jack is there, and he pumps it real good. Um, He helps her out and kind of do all the things that need to be done around the uh, the, the farm. And um, they have quite the moments one night uh, as they're talking. Hey, the church is finally done, guys. Yay! Uh, Looks the church and the school together. Look, yes, but it does look like uh, I don't like I don't know. I don't know where it is on a map, but it does look like you have to like surf, surf to get there. Um, Bill's wife shows up and he's like, you left me. Don't come crawling back. Basically. He then goes don't to make, back for more. he then goes and makes shady deals in an alley. What's he up to? Uh, Leland keeps, uh, hating Gowan. Gowan keeps being awesome. Um, the new pastor seems like he has the hots for Abigail in one scene. I don't know if that was a mistake or if that will be something that happens later this season. 
I'll keep you abreast. Um, the episode ends with Elizabeth having her first class in the new church, and everyone's really excited about that. And the two kids bring her a cowbell and said, we named our cow Lizzie after you. That, my friends, was when calls the heart, heart's Heart desire. desire. We did it. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll break this episode down with four segments that will be sure to have a a good day. Yeah. (laughs) We're here. We're back. Yes. Um, I I just... No, I'll save it. I'll save it. Okay. Let's talk about this episode. Go ahead. I feel like... (laughs) I just realized this during the break. You know, we the movies historically, the two movies we've watched, we've really given given the business to. And people have said if you watch the show, you'll like the movies. I'm starting to think that the movies are still going to be awful. Cuz they're not going to have anything of consequence. They're going to be an hour 25 like these two bozos we've watched the last two or three weeks. You have to watch the Christmas boys that we already saw. I don't think so. I no, think I think you have to. If I have to watch you, the greatest you Christmas a, blessing you do, again, you have to do a fair shake. And fair shakes, yep, just like that. Um, we're, let's do the hot take. Let's share how okay. we felt about this episode. We don't hold anything back. Things are going to get hot. Panda, how are you feeling today? So the the there's two things that help this episode. <laughs> number one, Jack tackles a person or punches him in the face. That's number one. Yeah. Number two. Elizabeth goes back to Hope Valley, which is good. So that gives me, well, I know we haven't gotten to our hopes and valleys yet, so I'll say it. But <laughs> overall, this this episode is tough sledding <laughs> yet again. Uh, There's full of a lot of dialogue, not a lot of things I care about. And that is it. Guys, it's just every episode so far in season two has been tough, and this is no different. The... I, I'm hopeful that this is a turning point. And that's about the only thing I can say about this episode is that maybe it will get better. So you from feel here. like episodes five and seven that are both uh, 85 minutes long going to be better than this? this I, I don't have a lot of hope for okay. it, but I, I think that it's possible only because she's back in Hope Valley. You think she's when, staying there? I hope so. They're going to bring back, they're going to bring the other guy back. They have to because they've already established that. And it's just... If she goes back to if she goes back to Hamilton, I'm going to pull what remains of my hair left. Yeah, correct. Yeah, it's yeah. directly on my head. Like I'm so tired of it, guys. How do you pull? How do you even? You, you would just it's some it's pull up with like some tweezers. Some tweezers. Oh, gosh, I, I will tweeze one of my hairs if she goes back to Hamilton. Do you want to like? Yeah, I guess it's on record. So perfect. That's all I need. Great. Yeah. <laughs> tweeze one of them if she goes back. What's what is in it for you there? I don't know. I said it, and I. <laughs> Maybe I, I was I was speaking in hyperbole, but then I said it, and I realized that he doubled down into reality, and then I doubled down into reality. Classic. And it's a, it's a classic panda move. And yeah. now I'm gonna like it sounds great, and then I'm gonna leave here, and I'm gonna regret that I said it. <laughs> kind of like when I shaved my face and I looked yeah. like like a little baby. Panda. No, I thought you. Oh, I thought you looked great. Um, I did. I thought you looked great. I'm gonna do. <laughs> it's a good look for you. I agree. I'm going to do my best here. Like a decade younger. To <laughs> in his late so it was 60s. Like my late yeah, 60s. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't even get a discount on the movies. That's right. <laughs> right. Shaving your beard. So 
How I'm proud are senior citizens about that discount? My father, my father gets so much joy out of a 50 cent discount. I don't understand it. He is young at heart, young dude. When it comes to going to the movies, back when we used to do that before COVID, he loved the senior ticket. It's a big thing for him. Do senior seniors ticket? get a discount on like Regal Unlimited or anything like that? No, they don't. 50 cents off a month or something like that. <laughs> I know this sounds weird, but whenever I was a senior in high school, I sat there and it always threw me for a loop. I was like, that does not apply to me. And then it doesn't apply. To me. And then when it happened again when I was in college, and it throws me both. But when times. I was in high school, they had the student discount. Yeah, but I see senior, and I'm thinking, oh, that's me. You know what? I'm <laughs> Why saying? would it's any establishment want students seniors are to be around? Senior special seniors are special kind of idea. Like, and so I think there's a sense where no, you we're feel dealing entitled. with two different things. He was a doofus for thinking senior applied to him. Done. Students, as in yeah. all college and high school students, why would a theater give you a discount for being one they of those? They just need money. I guess. But they're the worst. Maybe patrons. they buy the most uh they buy the most snacks. Do you th do you think that's no true? Way in college that students high, high school kids are are throwing down yeah, twelve their, bones their parents uh money? Maybe. That'd be an interesting this yeah. would be an interesting thing to break down. I mean, I guess that explains why Carowinds jacks up their prices. Mostly teenagers are there. Right. Um what, what, I stand by what I just said. It's a good Carowinds analogy. <laughs> a lot of people I, a lot of people are gonna get that. Somebody like, uh, yeah, M Missy in Oklahoma was like, I didn't understand. And then Panda brought up Carowinds. You're welcome, Missy. Just wanted to let you know. Shout uh, out. Shout out to Missy. Man, when's Christian Music Day coming back? Am I right, Dude, boys? Oh my I gosh. didn't miss a one. <laughs> then they split it up. So uh, there was the hard, hard Music Day and the, and the CCM. They day. had a Sun Fest that was yes, a three-day right. event that was that. awesome. No what? one was there for a three o'clock Jars of Clay. Dude. I could get right up to the Dude, front. The, was that S-O-N? Yeah. Yeah, S O N. What do you mean? Was what it S O N? Get out of here! Dude, I just I, want to clear. I, I saw when I Google it later. I, I saw <laughs> I saw P O D in the Palladium at Carowinds. There were not three hundred people there. Right, it oh, was empty. It was amazing. It was great, dude. There'd be hardly anyone there. You could get right up to the front and just be yeah. like, "Hey!" And they'd sit there and they'd be like, "But to hey, show you how bad great. how the mighty fell, jars of clay at three p.m. Oh, you That's hate all to you need see to know. It. And Panda stands by him, but even he would have to somehow reconcile in his brain that, that their, Carowinds that, uh... on Christian Music Day was like, where do we put jars of clay? How about three in the afternoon? Yeah, it was three in the <laughs> afternoon on day two, which oh, is unbelievable. It was oh, so hot. I can't, I don't oh, understand. So to be fair, hot. I walked out of that concert. What was that? Was so, that their Good Monsters yeah. album? No, no, it was uh, the one before that. Uh, Man, they were, they were getting 3 p.m. before Good Monsters? It was, two, it was oh. It was 04 when this. You hate to see uh, that. It was 04. I yeah. thought they leased at least. They did, they did uh, autograph signing in the back. No one was there, man. It was heartbreaking. It was one of the saddest moments I ever saw. And did I you at least stay for Flood or Love Song for yeah, Savior? I did stay okay. for Flood. Good, Once good, they good. played that, I was like, do somehow. Dude, is there anything more sad than being Jars of Clay and seeing Panda walk out of their set? <laughs> 10 of them were like, who are these people? And then 20 of them were like, <laughs> I just stick her up for the thousand foot do crutch. The ex, do, the ex, do, do the extended bridge. Um, throw up your rock fest. If you feel it when I drop this. Boom, boom. Dude, I've seen I'm telling you, when they, oh, no, I that, was, that was, uh, that was, Dude, you, that was right in the wheelhouse. I, I love you. I thought, I thought, I thought I, like, you and I were at Carolyn's on the same day a bunch, I feel like. Although, yeah. 04, I was just toward the end of it. That was like me getting out of it, and that yeah. was you getting into it. I went so. to a, we might have been there for that. We probably were. That was great. I went to a thousand foot crutch uh, demon hunter show. Boy, Boy, you're proud of that. I know. <laughs> was that uh, was that 
Uh, might have been in that because they dropped a. They had a little single that went with that. There was a bunch of bands there that yeah. day. I still listen to that uh, little little mixtape that they threw together. How do you know that the episode of Wind Calls the Heart was atrocious? This <laughs> so I <laughs> a thousand foot crutch got more than just a mention today. That's all I, uh, you need to know. That's it. That's all you need to know. What's crazy is I went to the two thousand four Sun Fest. Yeah, and it's. <laughs> it is not as to, fun as you might think. Trying to blind you. Yeah, it's really, it's you just, walk into one room they, they, and it's very hot. You walk into another room and it's very bright. And it's just like the reflectors diff- everywhere. Yeah, just like you put in your car, they're everywhere. You walk into one room and it's just a bunch of burning plastic. You get <laughs> you're a, like, what is this? You get on the hurler, the roller coaster around every turn. Bam, <laughs> blind. They do have the flat earth room though, which is yeah. very interesting. Well, it's what just happens if, there? You just can kind of hear about flat earth. The, the eclipse room where it's oh, dark in boy. there. Oh yeah, that's fun. <laughs> I feel like you and I were at Sunfest a lot. I was just getting time. out of the sun. You were getting out point. of being a big sun boy. I was getting into it too. I totally understand. I'm going to do my best to separate this episode into two parts. Um, because it's the only way that I can, in my mind, make sense of this. <laughs> because it, I can't believe they did it again with 85 minutes. <laughs> I can't believe they did it again with 85 minutes. First half of this episode uh, is, is Boretown, USA. And as we've been predicting all along, Elizabeth comes back into Hope Valley and things begin to feel a little bit more normal again. I, I don't know the point of Hamilton if she doesn't go back. If she doesn't go, as much as I don't want her to go back to Hamilton, it's almost more insulting if she doesn't because it makes what, ha- what we have sat through just yeah. all the more inconsequential. I don't know which is worse. To have to go back or to realize it really was all for nothing. The reason why they have to do something is because Jack's brother and Elizabeth's sister kissed in this episode and Hamilton. You know what I think is going to happen? Elizabeth's not going to go back to Hamilton, but we, the viewer, are still going to go back to Hamilton. So they're making (laughs) Jack's brother and Elizabeth's sister enough... That's right. Of a plot point. That's right. To go back to Hamilton without Elizabeth. And then we're going to see Marcus there. Roser there, and then the dad's going to talk him into going to Hope Valley. That's what's going to happen. So that Which I, is the worst of all possible options. Elizabeth doesn't go back, but we do. That sounds like a horror movie. <laughs> so I say all that to say this. First half of this episode, I didn't like it. Second half of this episode, it felt like Wind Calls the Heart. I like, of course, I like Elizabeth and Jack together. I Man, there's a lot of just real, like, sexy time moves going on here. And uh, it, you know, it's good to be back in, in in Hope Valley, but the first half, I just don't, I I don't know how, I don't know what meeting happened to to make this a thing in season two. Got to be a different. Show Eighty-five running. minute boys. Yeah. I don't know. Second half of the episode, good. Really? Yeah. I. I like her in the woods and Jack coming up and doing the water thing and all that stuff. It works for me. It, it's better than the first half. Yes. Well, by, by, by comparison, it's way yeah, better. Okay. By comparison. I'll take that. Go ahead, Dan. Interminable, insufferable, indefensible. This is the worst. This is, this is the bottom of what television is as a medium. Like this is, this is where 
You, you only can go up from here. I am telling you right now, I have been watching TV shows and had, have had episodes so bad to make me consider stop watching them. I, th- I can think of The Flash, CW's The Flash, where I was like, boy, if they're just going to keep going back in time, this is going to be dumb. And I still gave that another like half dozen episodes. If I was watching this live, it would not ever get another second of my viewing under any circumstances. This is terrible television. Like, I don't know what what they're trying to do. It's not working. Hamilton, bad. When she gets back to town, it's not the same wind calls the heart. It's not the same Cole Valley. Everyone's dressed differently. Everyone acts differently. Everyone has a different purpose. It's just not a good television show. There's no characters you can count on. There's nothing you can look forward to. It's bad on top of bad. I, this was my least favorite 85 minutes I think we've watched as a podcast. I really hated this. It, was it worse than the first 85? Yes, Five yes, minutes? because wow. there's a trial in there that, yeah, that, you, that carries over from season one that you have a little bit of that, yeah. you know, vested interest in. This is the worst 85 minutes we've watched on this podcast. It is, and it's not even fun bad. Like, Kelly Pickler's fun bad. This is, Bran is talking about how half this episode's good. He dozed off. Bran fell asleep. We had to stop and and make sure he was awake. Stop it. You guys wouldn't have known that I fell asleep if I didn't say it. He but he dozed off. I did watching doze off. this. He yeah. shot up and he goes, I, that's on me. I this, fell asleep. That's on me. <laughs> this is it's it's just not excusable. I don't know how this show has a following after this. And once again, 8.8 user rating IMDb. I just want to I, I hate that I keep bringing that are up. Are there people who are watching this on repeat and who have done multiple viewings are in, and are excited about season two. Does that make sense? Yeah, like I will, I, you can excuse some uh, some seasons. I can tell of you what it television. is. I can tell you what it is right now. It's the Christians. It's evangelicals oh, who worst. think all of TV is full of smut, and this show is it's a book based on a book by a Christian author, and this season, season two, has had a heavy dose of good old-time religion in it. The, the new pastor showing up, getting the old pastor out of town, giving him a second chance. In this episode, getting this guy who doesn't want to go to church to go to church. The Christians don't care if it's well-made. It's All good I'm saying, Christians, them. is that uh, water pumping scene. Yeah, that would, that's too spicy for television. <laughs> that is, that too is too spicy. Spicy. Some living water uh, right there. Boy. <laughs> it's time for all the feels part of the show we talk. I don't know. It's time for the show we talk about what in this episode uh, made us feeling things. <laughs> made us feeling things. You got it. The water pump scene is, I mean, scandalous uh, for, for Hallmark. It was, uh, th- th- that's maybe one of their better scenes together in terms of just pure raw motion i thought that was that's really something uh that that's it uh i got nothing else there's no there's no oh i guess when you know what when you finally see the church you know that's a pretty church we see it in the theme song every week so the yeah, fourth, fourth yeah. viewing of the church okay but we yeah okay. <laughs> you do don't you <laughs> oh, i am yeah. i'm gonna go out on a limb here uh, and say that Jack's brother and Elizabeth's sister kissing gave me feels. They, I didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming. Wow. So I forgot me, it happened. Gave me feels. Huh. I don't know their names, but it did give me feels. So, just the credits. That was, that was about it. It's really bad, guys. It's bad. They don't even look. I got angry feels. We have established. Mm-hmm. Even I in season one would have told you Elizabeth and Jack are good characters, and you pull for them to be together. Yep. This girl has gone out of town for what 
I don't know. And in turn, I don't know how much time she's gone. How much time has she gone? Feels like years watching it. How long has she gone? I mean, what, enough, time three to, weeks? enough time three to build weeks? a church. It, ha- a, Four weeks? it has to be at least a month, in my opinion. They don't even do everyone the service of doing a get back into town scene where she gets off the train, Jack's waiting for her. They didn't even do that. They just skip straight to her welcome back party. I just, it is bad. It's, it's bad plotting, bad writing, bad television making. It's not good. It was so angry. Her going back to town should be a big deal. Wasn't. Angry feels. You're a big deal to me. Thank you. <laughs> All right, cut. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back here on it all. Yeah, we're mercifully not talking about the bad child actor. Yes, we're back. It's time for the wait what part of the show where we uh, talk about things in this episode. It made us go, wait what? It made us go, huh? No way. Nice shirt. Thanks. Appreciate it, buddy. Go ahead. First, the just two things, really. I think I was bored out of my mind, so I missed yeah. some. Uh, I had like taxes to do or something. Yeah. <laughs> Watching you do taxes would have been more fun. I had to do inventory on the sour candy over there. <laughs> I, I had to do something. I don't. I don't know what it was. I had to do something. Uh, What's I, the most boring task you can think of? I had to stain my deck. Oh, <laughs> I'd rather stain my deck. I no. Oh, put it on the board right now. We got our water cooler delivered during this episode. Yes, and that was exciting. exciting. That is cool. No, yeah. we talked. I'm really excited to try it. I'm getting ready to try it. Oh Once wow! Keep using up. plastic like a monster. Hey, I'm but I'm going to reuse the plastic. So what's that mean? It actually takes a long time. You should watch some stuff on it. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. Well, now I it's feel like I'm simple. just. No, I feel like I'm just ruining everything. I mean, for terrible. three years, as long as we've been on video, I've been using plastic. I'm giving you a hard time. Yeah, I know, yeah. but I now I I don't want to be part of that. I yeah, don't want to be lumped into that crew. I don't want to be anything you know other than what I've been trying to be lately. That's yeah. why I switched to the water cooler. Yeah, I'm I'm proud of you. Uh, <laughs> why does the big lumber guy? What's his name? <laughs> Kevon. Leland? Kevon. Leland. Yeah. Yeah, big lumber guy. Lee. Langley. Lee. Not Lee. Langley. Not where the CIA <laughs> Lee. is. Uh, Lee. <laughs> Why does he keep provoking Gowan? Like, why does he keep needling that guy? Like, yeah. the dude is the mayor. Like, why, why would you just keep... Like, the guy is going to make your life... He has been awful for two seasons. He has clearly shown no care or concern for anybody. And yet, you keep running your mouth to him. You well, do Well, Gowan is making it difficult for Lee, too. Like, it works both. Like, Gowan keeps saying, hey, you got to have permits now, which you didn't have to have before. So, like, Gowan starts this. But I do Correct. think but that Panda's can... point is that Gowan has killed 40-plus people. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Lee, Lee should be kind to him for the sake of his own business. Yes, the ground. that's what I'm but saying. Gowan is provoking him. Oh, absolutely, okay. Gowan All is. Right. As long like, as we're on the same but page. But he there. keeps, after Gowan keeps provoking him, he keeps going up to him afterwards and running his mouth yeah. to him. Like, shut up, dude. Just, you don't get to stare down with Gowan. No, you, you don't. You don't, just, do, you don't do it. Wouldn't Already. recommend it. You don't, you, don't poke, you don't poke a bear. You don't, to, you don't poke the bear. I poked one once. Wouldn't recommend it. It was awful. Can't snow me. They were asleep though, so it was fine. <laughs> <A> snowman. <laughs> Do you got any more? Uh, the other one is what's her? I, I'm forgetting all their names. Uh, Abigail. Abigail goes. She's talking about her son. <laughs> you don't want to forget that yeah, one. Yeah. Abigail goes. Uh, she's talking about her son. He dies. She pulls out a baseball. She says, "I should have yeah. let him break as many windows as he wanted." Looking back. Yeah. Looking back. Yeah, looking back. I should have let him break as many windows as he wanted. What? 
No. Can you figure it out? No, no I, I like what she says She's there because trying to say the girl has broken plates and she basically is saying, Your family, yes. I don't care if you break all the plates, I'm still gonna love you. But what she said in trying to make an analogy, analogy. out of her son is that he was breaking random windows playing baseball, not their windows. Right. So she said, she didn't say, I, I should have just let him have the baseball back. She said, looking back, I should have let him break as many windows as he wanted. That's vandalism. And that's, yeah, that's a terrible idea. You can't do that. Teach the but kid. I think her point there is that he then would have been in jail and not in the mind. Oh, and I think that's okay. beautiful. If yeah, you think yeah, about no, that. no, no, that's good. I, how come I didn't see it before? Forgive I, me, Paul. Sometimes, sometimes there's beauty in letting your uh, kids be vandals. <laughs> Keeps them out of the mind. Yeah. yeah. Um, keeps them I, out of college. Am I right? I got, oh, uh, boy. I got a couple <laughs> of lines here, boys. Um, who, who, uh, who is saying this? Somebody's saying, I think it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, Elizabeth is talking. Yes. Talking about Rosemary. And she's, she is trying to say that she doesn't, you know, believe what Rosemary says anymore. You right. know, and, but oh, she yeah. says the line, um, I don't trust her. Uh, a shaker full of salt. Worth. No, I've taken. Yeah, I take. I take what she says as a shaker with, full of with salt. With a shaker full of salt, which is a is is a lot compared to the saying, which is a, a grain, grain of, salt. of salt. That's right. So, like, I I take what you say as a grain of salt. Yes. That's if not it's a either. shaker full of salt, that's a lot of grains. That's a lot of grains. Yes. Too so, many grains. Too many grains. Uh, that means she's not exaggerating. That means she's just lying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there's a, she walks. She's doing the the whole uh, babysitter uh, thing, and she walks into this boy's room who's scared of the dark, and she brings in a <laughs> uh, lantern. And I'm here to tell you that the lantern could not be more pointless. Because it could not be more bright in that kid's room. Yeah. And I understand they're filming a TV show, but that poor kid, if he's just afraid of the dark, he, he's never seen the dark. No, it's, not, that, that, <laughs> no, it's daylight. It it's, is, it's a real Sunfest situation. It is a real that. Sunfest oh, situation yeah. for sure. And last but not least, there is a guy towards the end of this episode, this establishing shot of Abigail's Cafe, and I just want to know who this guy is because it's <laughs> <laughs> an establishing shot, Abigail's Cafe, and this guy walking in front, he's just like, keeps walking. He's lost. He's Who lost is he? A, What's he looking for? In a one street town. Yeah. Lost. What is this? What's going on here? I, I just wanted, like, when they were filming those, who sent Jerry down there? Jerry, just get the shot. Oh, What's going on? Oh, no, were you, were you, was the camera on just it was now? On? Oh, dang. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Do it again. We don't have time. <laughs> we got to move on, Jerry. You're a terrible child actor over here. You should oh, see him. Okay. I'm not pointing out which one he is. Oh, Dan. Now you've narrowed it down. Wink, wink. Uh, here's the deal. Um, this could be me. I am well aware it's it could be, be me. And I, and I want to make that clear. But I feel like they put up no less than 10 walls for a four-wall church building. <laughs> in the, in the three unreal. episodes that I saw, I've seen in the season two, I feel like they've put up walls on that thing several times. Am I wrong on that? It feels like, I, I think they laid the foundation last week. I thought they laid the, they started when he gets back in the first episode. Yeah. And then last week, I feel like they put some walls up and then this one, they're back to foundation and they Which put one up, one up and then they put all of them up. 
And then the church is done. And then the church <laughs> is just done. Abracadabra. Um, I, I'm very confused there. Uh, next, can we talk about Rosemary getting kidnapped just briefly? Um, I just want to make sure if you're listening and didn't put yourself through this torture this week, good for you. But two guys come into town and they tell Rosemary that she is supposed to be the star of a new play, like in New York or somewhere. I don't remember. Not New York. I don't know where. Hamilton. I don't know. But they say she's going to be the star of the show. They proceed to pack San her Francisco. up. San Francisco. They proceed to pack her up in the car and leave town. The real reason they're making her leave is because they work for this guy who claims that she owes him a lot of money, right? Yeah. Now, it would stand to reason that they would wait until they got to where they were going before they told her, surprise, we're the bad guys. But what do they do? They get out of town a ways. They pull over and go, hey, we're the bad guys. Why? Why are they doing that? Why did they... That, that is not to your strategic advantage if you're trying to get someone to pay a debt to tell them you have ulterior motives midway through the trip. It's almost like they're doing it for the viewer. <laughs> it's almost like at a commercial break, it's like, hi, I'm Daniel Lessing. We have a lot of fun here on Wind Calls the Heart. <laughs> but I want you to know, Rosemary is actually being taken, not for a play, but because they think she owes their boss some money. Return to what you were doing. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know why you would do that aside from our benefit, which is the dumbest thing in the world. And then how does she get rescued? By Jack's horse catching car. Now, nope, Jack's car catching horse. Their yes. car does break down. But he, it's like a day later, he's like, wait a minute, she's going the wrong way. <laughs> and he gets on his horse, and he catches her, and it's still daylight outside. Very impressive. Just, what powers cars? Horse power? Uh, that's no, that's it. True. Merry Christmas. We're done. <laughs> Call it. Listen. He has one horsepower, and one horsepower so, is faster than no horsepower. No horse so think about that. This horse is fast. Think about that. This horse, You've given us a lot to ponder today, Brian. This horse is fast enough to catch a car with over a day's head start, but then has to rest before going home a full night. I, he says, I'm really sorry. We have to sleep outside. I didn't prepare for this, but my horse needs a good night's sleep before he can ride again. You're just, do, do cars need gas? Yeah. So do horses. What do, what do horses do? I don't, I don't know how many times I can tell you this is a bad comparison, but it is. Um, Horse power. Uh, at one point, they're in the saloon, and they don't want to order, they don't want to order alcohol, and they don't want to order just water. So one person says, can I, to the bartender, hey, can I have something to drink? And then the other person goes, me too. And he just brings them two drinks. Like, Two different drinks. Two different drinks. Like, he knows, he knows. the difference between a he something knows. to drink the usual. and a me too. You'd bring, I, me, I, a, you'd bring me a milk, yeah. you'd bring them Diet Coke, and you'd be happy. Yeah. But this is the next one, and I probably will mention this again from here until eternity. This is my last one, but I cannot stress the importance of this enough. How is Gowan the mayor? No one voted for this guy. No one. And we established in this episode that with enough support, you can have a recall vote. And a recall vote only happens when you're trying to recall a vote that was previously taken. No one voted for this guy for mayor. He went up and threatened somebody. And then the next thing you know, he's mayor. 
It doesn't make any sense. Sometimes I do wonder if like people know he's mayor. I feel like if everyone knew he was they'd mayor, like, they'd minute. be upset. How did this happen? Seeing as how remember mega funeral. It is one of the most egregious, just skip over plot points yeah, in a show. It, it only makes sense because they want to keep him around and for him to be mean and have power to do so. No one voted in this guy as mayor. I am thankfully still around though. I mean, I love him, but he's just there doing nothing. Yeah. He's got nobody to stare down. Nobody to like give these speeches to. He's just the mayor that I guess he usurped the title of. I, I don't know. But somehow he could be voted out. With a recall vote. With a recall vote. But not with a regular vote, which he never was voted in by. I, I don't know. That's, that is inexcusable. Like, that is just not intelligent. It's just bad. Find another way to make him mayor. I don't care. That's bad. Sure. I can see that. What cartoon character would you vote for in the presidential race? Uh, Bullwinkle. Okay. Bullwinkle? He's not that bright, Bullwinkle. No, Rocky's the That's, dummy. Bullwinkle's Rocky, pretty smart. You think Bullwinkle's smarter than Rocky? 100%. The flying wow. squirrel? Yeah. Wow, yeah. interesting. 100%. That's an interesting take. I didn't see it coming. Guys. I didn't see it coming either. Yeah. It's time for Hopes and Values. It's part of the show where we talk about something in this episode that is giving us hope for the future and or... Giving a sorrow for the future. I have it. I have it. Uh, hope that I'm. I'm so glad Elizabeth is back in Hope Valley. It's it's good that they're back. I hope we get some more classroom scenes where she's teaching because I enjoyed those from season one. Um, my valley though is that she has left things unresolved with Dude Bro back in Hamilton, meaning that she either goes there. Or He's he, he comes to Hope Valley and there's a love triangle with her, Jack, and this guy, which makes no sense. At all. At None. all. Like, stop it. They just stop don't want it. to marry those two off too quickly. I get it. I understand. But you know what that sets us up for? Season three of them pining away with each other and then them not getting married till season four. That, that's what it sets us up for. And it just feels like an unbearable journey till we get there. Like yeah. that, it just hurts my heart. Yep. This is a yep. dumb plot point. I hate it. I'm glad she's back in Hope Valley. That's a low point of the podcast for me, guys. I got to be honest. This episode's no bad. No hope? No hope at all. None. Hopeless over here. My hope is that Elizabeth is back. I'm very excited about that. My valley is, it does seem that those kids did change the name of their cow. And I don't know what that does to the cows, yeah. you know. I... In your synopsis, you said they gave her a cowbell. I think Jack gave her the cowbell. Okay. And they just said they named the cow Lizzie. You could see why I'd be confused. Yeah, though. fair enough, because it's two cow jokes. There's two cow things it's going on simultaneously. There's Calling only, Elizabeth there's a only cow. so much cow cow to be around. Um, it's a pocket watch. None that I saw. None. Pocket watch, no. I, is, he, is he still here? I don't know. I'm and, scared to look at the IMDb And on it. Smolder, Smolder uh, score. Well, after two straight zeros, can he get a turkey and get three in a row? No, because he and Elizabeth have a few scenes in Hope Valley. He's he's etched back up. It's a three point three for me. Three point three. Uh, the water pump scene is yeah. is pretty steamy. I, I give that scene. Uh, I mean, eight or nine for just steamy factor. But that, remember, eighty five minutes. That was three of them. Maybe not even three minutes. That was probably like Seven, okay. Well, six. Okay. I was going to give it a six as well, Pan. I think it's a, a really solid and wise score. Thank you. Get. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, it's time for What's Calling My Heart. It's the part of the show where we read an email um, about what is calling somebody's heart, what is bringing them joy right now. Dan, who do we have today? We have Lainey Noska or Noska. Lainey? Laney wrote in? Hey, Laney. Laney Noska. That's right. Uh, 
Hello, Brand Panda and Dan. Hey, Laney. My name is Laney, and I found your podcast this past year and absolutely love it. It has given me so many laughs, and I look forward to listening to it every day. What's calling my heart is Mysteries 101 with Jill Wagner and Christopher Palaha. I just finished their newest one, Killer Timing, and I absolutely loved it. The premise was very different from the other Hallmark movies and mysteries, and you could tell they were making an effort to make the movie their best one yet. The movie had me on the edge of my seat the entire time, and... and it felt less like a normal Hallmark Mysteries and more like a TV drama. Hallmark has really helped my family and I through this difficult time by disconnecting from everything going on and just watching a feel-good movie. And even though the mysteries are very predictable, there is something about them, and being able to see the characters change over time and getting deeply invested into whether or not the two characters will get together, a.k.a. Travis and Amy in Mysteries 101, that makes me love them nonetheless. I cannot wait to hear you guys what you guys have to say about the movie, and I just wanted to remind you that you are making so many people smile and laugh in this hard time when sometimes that is hard to come by. So thank you for that. I hope you all are doing well and staying safe. Much love. Lainey Noska. Lainey, Man, thank Lainey. you so Lainey. much. That's so great. Very kind. That was very kind. That's, uh, actually, Lainey, just P.S. That's uh, Ryan Pavey's sister who wrote that, if you can believe it. I love that. <laughs> I, <laughs> what are you doing in my inbox? Uh, we will uh, be back Hey, hello tomorrow. at thehomework.com uh, is where you send uh, your complaints to me or what's calling my heart emails. We will be back tomorrow with Christmas at Holly Lodge. Can't wait until then. I and my pals would love to be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Deck the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast recorded live. And yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina is produced by Brandon Gray. Set decor by Plum Haywood Mall. For more information on all Bramble Jam podcasts, you can go to BrambleJamPodcast.com. For more information on how to listen to Deck the Hallmark ad-free, you can go to BrambleJamPlus.com.